Good morning, Contrarians! Monday morning, January 8th, 6.45 a.m. So we had news yesterday that congressional leaders announced a deal on spending limits. This would appear to be some progress toward averting a government shutdown. The January the uh, deadline is on January 19th. So we got another 11 days of this where we will probably be hearing quite a bit about this. But uh, whatever was announced yesterday does not appear to have had much of an impact on markets. As we look at our board of indicators, sentiment appears to be tilted toward the negative. We have stock index futures pointing to a lower open this morning. Dow Industrials are leading the drop for a change. The Dow is down four-tenths of 1%. So is the Russell 2000, which tracks small caps, actually. And then S&P and NASDAQ are both about unchanged. So that they've come down, they've come in a bit here, these, uh, the, the stock index futures over the last uh, you know, 20 minutes or so. Commodities are a sea of red, however. We have WTI crude oil down almost 3% this morning to trade around $71.80 a barrel. Copper is down two-tenths of 1%. That's not much. But precious metals, precocious metals, are selling off. We have gold, silver, and platinum all down more than 1% this morning. Uh, I have some ideas about that maybe, which I'll talk about in a bit. Bonds are unchanged this morning. The two-year yields 4.38%. The 10-year yield is 4.03%. So it is a big week. Uh, We have the start of fourth quarter earnings season and the latest inflation figures, the CPI. That's on Thursday. The markets, the um, earnings don't really start till Friday. So that leaves us a couple of days where we could be in a holding pattern. But for today, we do have a speech by Atlanta Fed President Rafael Bostich. That's at 12.30. And Bostich is a full-fledged FOMC voting member this year. The Atlanta Fed does not have it every year like the New York Fed does. But this year they do. And so Atlanta Fed President Rafael Bostich, who is often keen to shoot off his mouth, will actually need to be listened to this year. And he speaks at 12.30. And it's worth listening to his remarks at that time. I've linked you to that, how you can follow it. Um, Earnings, I mentioned earnings season. Well, it actually does start today. Uh, After the close, we get Jeffrey's Group, the small investment bank. They report earnings. And uh, they're they're a small bank, but compared at least to the JP Morgans of of the world. But they, they could still shed some light on the state of loan markets and consumer and business health here in the U.S., so maybe worth paying attention to after the close this afternoon at 4 p.m. As we listen to a little bluegrass this morning. James River Blues. Yeah, that's the name of it, James River Blues. I don't know what the, the James River is exactly. There's a bunch of them. Anyway, not the point. But um, yeah, so it's kind of hard to see where there's going to be a bullish catalyst today. Maybe Bostitch will deliver it. But other than that, uh, yeah, we're not not sure um, where that's going to come from. You have these concerns now. You have the Boeing stock selling off. That's probably company-specific because of that that issue that they had on Alaska Airlines. Hope you weren't long Boeing. Uh, if so, that's been a disastrous trade. But 
we did have uh, the, the Wall Street Journal now today is saying that reporting that investors are doubling down on bonds. And this after we had a reversal on Friday. If you'll recall on Friday, non-farm payrolls came in hot and bonds sold off. But then we had a, a survey, uh, I believe it was a manufacturing survey that came in better than anticipated and that caused things to reverse. So that would indicate that bond, that investors still really like bonds and are still really expecting the Fed to cut rates. Um, so there's that, but bonds are still lower for the year. And we talked about this last week about what could be going into this. And, and unfortunately, the issues in D.C. could probably are having an impact. And it may kind of keep a ceiling on things here for the bond market. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, if Bostitch comes out really dovish today, then it could be a different story. Where this all leaves stocks is a different question. We may still be in limbo here. There hasn't been much buying this year. But then really, there hasn't been all that much selling either. Uh, Drips and drabs, but not terrible for the most part. And earnings season could change that, should change that. But again, that doesn't really start until later in the week. So that leaves us here potentially in a holding pattern. Oh, yeah, the thing about the precious metals, this would be kind of, that is actually a bullish sign also for bonds. And the because the idea is that when, at least for the Fed, if the Fed loosens monetary policy, it weakens the U.S. dollar ostensibly. And that is good for precious metals like gold and silver and platinum. And so if there's a disconnect here between a rally or, or a sell-off in, in precious metals and the bond market that's going up, that could tell us something maybe, maybe about interest rate expectations. And if they are, maybe that they, there will not be any cuts. At least that's what precious metals are kind of telling us this morning. But then on the other hand, it could also say that there are fewer concerns about inflation. Because when there are concerns about inflation, that is good for uh, precious metals like gold. And then finally, you have the catastrophe hedge. Gold is generally uh, gets bullish when everything else gets sold off. So if it's dropping, then that too could be, that could be good for risk assets like stocks. So there's that, <clears throat> or it could be an outlier. <laughs> so there you go. Um, could be nothing. But that's what we got this morning. Uh, long-winded way here of telling you that there's not an awful lot going on. But there we are. Um, there will certainly be stuff to drive narratives this morning and today. And you'll want to keep an, an attention on that. I mean, the more that people talk about Boeing, I would say that the better that is in general for sentiment because this is a stock company-specific issue and it doesn't really speak to any kind of economic concerns, certainly not with economic demand uh, from the U.S. consumer in particular. U.S. consumers want to travel. And if Boeing can't deliver jets to these airlines to enable them to do so, then somebody else needs to step up. Unfortunately, there's only one other real competitor, which is Airbus. Um, and, you know, maybe it's not just, it's only these the, the certain line of, of Boeing jets. And actually, Boeing down is down 8%, which you would expect it to be more if this is a real catastrophe. Anyway, on and on. I've talked long enough. I'll shut up. Leave it there. Be back here tomorrow morning. Speak then.
Bye.